Welcome to Shonen Trash. We discuss a different anime series each week and decide if it's worth your time so you don't have to. I'm phony psychic Kevin Bobbitt. And I'm Body Improvement Club Vice President Vincent Perez. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm, no... I'm trying to get in shape, man. Trying to improve on that body, you know? That's that's true. I talk to you, I talk to you like every day and you're always uh, you're always like working out or you just like you just finished working out. I'm trying. Um, gotta improve gotta improve on my body. Get there's these no muscles this going. Week. Yeah, no Lauren. Sadly, uh, there's some stuff going on. She's dealing with some personal stuff um, and cannot attend this week. So, so she's sorry. Really missed. Um, I mean, she's everybody. like a, she's like a room yeah. over for me, but yeah, she's right. uh, she's she's chilling this week. Yeah, everybody send her a little heart emoji on Twitter account. Yeah, do so, that. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Uh, what have we been up to? Um, we, we played For Honor last night. I bought both of us For Honor. <laughs> yeah, Kevin snagged me For Honor, and then uh, we were playing that, and we played through like some of the story mode. I think we're going to be trying out the multiplayer we're later. Going to play that uh, after we finish recording. <laughs> I'm a little concerned, because I feel like I'm just going to get my ass kicked. So I, I, guess I mean, we'll I know I am, so it's whatever. Yeah, it's I'm just going to lose. It's going to be like really... when we started playing Titanfall, though. Yeah, but then I got really good at Titanfall, and I really don't know if I'm gonna get good at For Honor. <laughs> I don't know. I could, I could potentially get good, but we'll <clears> see. <throat> it's a little bit higher of a scale of getting good. It's a very technical game. Like, there's you have to like block certain ways and attack certain ways. You can yeah. like break people's guards, and it's 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 a whole big thing. It. It kind of reminds me of uh, Bushido Blade with like a higher level of difficulty. It feels like a mix of Bushido Blade and Dark Souls Dueling. If you've ever like played Dark Souls and you do the multiplayer, it feels like that. Yeah, and like everything is like a bullet sponge and takes a shit ton of damage. Yeah. So the fights are kind of like long and arduous and not like they're fun, but it's just it's hard. Right. Um. What else have you been up to? What you been doing this week? This week, well, uh, what did I do this week? Well, it was Valentine's Day. Oh, um, was it? this week seems so long, and I completely forgot that I know, Valentine's. I know, dude. <laughs> yeah, Valentine's, Valentine's Day was Day. Tuesday. We actually, actually, a week ago because the podcast dropped on that day. Right. Uh, hope you guys are still alone and by yourselves. Uh, if you are, then you're still listening to us. Yeah. Uh, our podcast will keep you warm on those long, long February nights. Um, so what? what uh, Valentine's Day, I bought my girlfriend some cake pops from a friend, of, from a mutual friend that we all have. Uh, you, yeah, me, we, and Lauren. We got, we got some too. Uh, those motherfuckers are good. I didn't get myself any, and I feel so dumb for not buying myself. Oh, any. dude, they were so good. Uh, next time she's making some, I'm gonna buy some. Me and Lauren had a hard time eating like only a couple of them at a time. Like we'd be like, okay, we're gonna have like one. We're gonna have one each, and that's it. And then one would turn into like four, and then we're like, like shit, we gotta stop eating all of these. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, what else have I been up to? Playing I mean, Neo, because Neo's like. Yeah, you're playing a lot of Neo. New... I was, I'm still playing Titanfall. Uh, God, what else have I been doing? I haven't done. This week has been like a blur to me. Like, it's been. Not much has really happened this week. I worked. I worked all week, and it was just like. A lot of work was just kind of blit. Blit. Oh, um, much blit. A, a game that I'm working on um, has been announced on Twitter and Facebook. Oh yeah, Lauren's part of that too. Yeah, Lauren. Lauren did our. She she did a fantastic job on our logo. It's it's so good. 
Um, but it's called Onsen Master, and you can find us on Facebook at Onsen Master and Twitter at Onsen Master Game. Um, we have a Kickstarter coming this summer, and I'm super excited for this thing. Uh, yeah, D- uh, our friend Derek has been putting a lot of work into it, so we're actually pretty pumped to see what's going to come of it. I'm actually really excited to see the game and stuff. Yeah, kind of uh, come from to what, fruition. From what we've been doing and what, what I've been seeing in all the meetings and everything. It's it's gonna be real good. I'm excited. It's been a long time coming, so I'm like I'm I'm pumped to see where all of this hard work is gonna be going to. Yeah, it's been a really long time coming. Um, besides that, I haven't been up to anything else. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really done anything. I've just kind of been staying home. Uh, I did hang out with some people this weekend, but like that's a rarity for me. So that was cool. Cool seeing people. Rachel was there. I saw Rachel and Ken. So hi Rachel. Thanks for listening. Hi Rachel. I miss you guys. So yeah. Well, I guess we should just uh, dive right into the into the anime news for the week. There's some good news that came out this week. Some good news. Really, in like the last couple of days. Um, so, what what is this thing called? Wonder something? Wonder Festival. It's a big um, kind of like toy convention, figure convention in Japan. Where they announce, like, all the new toys that are coming out, and all these people do, like, showcases of all the new work that's coming, and it gives, like, all of the anime nerds previews as to, like, what they need to save their money for so they can buy new jack-off figures. (laughs) Uh, I need to buy figures of my waifu and then jizz them all over them. Uh, Good Smile announced a million Nendoroids and figures. Good Smile is what happens after people buy the figures. (laughs) And jizz them on them. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, but they've announced like Nendos for there's they've announced Disney Nendos. So if if you're familiar, if you're not familiar with Good Smile, Good Smile makes all the Figmas and all the Nendoroids. If you don't know what a um, Nendoroid is, it's one of the it's the small Japanese figures with like a bunch of faces and poses and stuff that you can make with them. They're like the little chibi chibi figures, mm-hmm. and they're super cute. And they're doing a collab with uh, Disney, and they announced like. They have Toy Story ones coming out. They have Jack Skellington one. They have like uh, they have Jack Monsters Sparrow. Coming. They have Monsters Inc. And I want the Winnie the Pooh one because it looks adorable. But this also means they're probably gonna have like Stitch at some point. And like oh my god, if they did Stitch, I'd be all over it. A Stitch one would be adorable. Um, but they did. I would. The I Disney would like ones. like a Simba and maybe a Mushu as well. Mushu would probably Mushu would be fantastic. Or a Chip and Chip and Dale would probably no, be do- a must buy for me. They could just do Mulan for real. There's enough stuff you could do with just Mulan. Yeah, cricket. Have a cricket um, and Android. But they've got all the Disney stuff. Then there's the fact be... that they're doing Disney stuff is insane. Like there's so many characters that they could do. There's a million characters. Disney has stuff dating back to like way before you're probably your grandparents were born. So. I mean, also keep in mind that like. They've already done, like, some Star Wars ones, and they've done, like, really odd ones that people have been confused about, like the Metal Gear Solid ones. They did that stupid Joker one from Suicide Squad. God, that was terrible. Yep. Yeah, so uh, toys. Lots of lots of pretty anime toys coming coming your way. But they did, the usual, they did the Disney ones, and then we've got the usual anime ones. So there's stuff, like, the, the cutest ones I saw, and I'm probably going to buy, are Ed and Alphonse from Fullmetal Alchemist. The Alphonse one is so cool i want it 
And they also looks, did like they're doing another. They're doing two more Kirby ones, which is fantastic. Which I need. I need the first Kirby one, and then I need the new Kirby ones as well. Um, they also have uh some uh some Yuri and Victor ones coming. Yeah. Which I'm sure and, sure those are gonna get bought up all hardcore. And Blizzard recently announced that they have their Nintendo for Tracer coming out. Yeah, which is but cool. Then, which then opens the door for more Overwatch characters. Well, they've oh. also announced that they're doing Mercy in May as well. So as soon as they launch a Junkrat Mandaroid, I'm going if, to buy that immediately. If they launch a Roadhog, I'm all over it. Yeah. I feel like a Roadhog one would be adorable. God, I can't wait. Yeah, uh, more toys that we don't need. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, right? As I stare at this, these two figures that are sitting on my desk. We already we already need to buy another like kind of curio glass cabinet for all of our are other you serious? toys. We have, a shit, we have a shit ton of toys. We have a shit I ton of figures. And stuff, so it's just like... <laughs> We, we have no room in the one that we have, so we need another one. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And we'll probably end up getting another one fucking after that swim's full, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, so that's enough toy talk. Um, so, is this... Okay, so I I haven't watched the movie yet, but the Gantz... I want to say it's Gantz O. The Gantz, Gantz O movie yeah. is being added to Netflix. I think it's on Netflix now already, oh. so you can go watch it. Uh, as soon as you're done listening to this, if you haven't watched yeah. it yet, uh, After you Derek, listening to this. Derek said it was really good. I want to watch it because I love Gantz. It's one of those mm-hmm. series that's like super, super fucking brutal. Um, I, I love the live action movies, even though they're super corny. But mm-hmm. like, Gantz is one of those series that's just like it's super brutal, and you don't know who's gonna die, and there's a bunch of blood, and it's done by the same guy who did uh, Battle Royale, and the styles yeah. are the styles are really similar, and it's. The manga is really good. Uh, actually, if you've never read Battle Royale too, the manga for that is really good as well. The manga for Battle Royale is fantastic. Yeah, it's fuck. It's rough though. It's it's a rough read. There's a lot yeah. of fucking shitty stuff going on in there. I mean, if you've seen the movie, like you can imagine that in like a drawn form. Like that's come on now. It's, and then they 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 leave stuff out of the out of the movie, and it's like so much more brutal in the fucking books. Yeah. It's oh my god! I'm gonna have to re- I want to reread that. I've I've read it once. I need to reread that. It's it's been a long time since I've read it, so I probably am due for a reread again. Yeah. Um. What else? What else we got? What else is in the news? Hulu is adding like most of the Gundam library to their service. Fuck yeah! Another reason I have Hulu. So thanks thanks for being an adult and paying for streaming services. They're adding. Let, let me, I'm gonna go over because I have the list right here. They're adding Universal Century OVA. Okay. O eighth MS Team, which is good, good stuff. Uh, they're adding Gundam Wing. Classic. They're adding the 2002 uh, remastered version of Gundam Seed. They're adding Gundam Double Zero. Good stuff. And the OVA for uh, Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. Huh. It's not G Gundam, but good God, they've added a million series to this thing. Isn't isn't G Gundam getting a... They're dropping it on Blu-ray soon or something? Yes, they're dropping G Gundam on Blu-ray this year. Okay, I need that. I just need that in HD and just like... Kind of get myself off to G Gundam and how good it was. Like, I saw the preview... For the G Gundam Blu-ray, and I, I want it so bad. It looks so good. I'm pretty pumped. Like it looks yeah. like they cleaned it up really nice. Yeah, it looks like it, it'll really like stand the test of time for how it looked. 
Also, um, we didn't go. I don't know why I didn't go because I lived down the road. But KatsuCon was this weekend. Katsu is this weekend. I'm uh, kind of bummed that I didn't go. <laughs> shout, shout out to everyone who went to Katsu. This is the first year I've missed in a sec. And uh, I fucking hate all of you. I'm really bummed that I missed it because it looked like it was a bunch of fun like usual. Also, shout out to the people who didn't destroy the Gaylord like they do every year. Shouts out to the service dog that took a shit in the atrium. Are you serious? Yeah. Someone oh someone thought it was an actual person poop, and it turned out no. to be dog poop. So, uh, I mean, there was, there was also, what, like some cosplayers were spray painting shit in the stairwells? Yeah, there's the, there's the stairwells that are used, like the emergency stairwells, and somebody decided they needed to spray paint a piece of their cosplay, and they did it on the stairwell. So there's like a big black paint mark in one of the stairwells in the Gaylord. So. Fucking... Don't do that shit, because the no, fucking it's... convention has to pay for that, and then the convention is probably going to get in trouble with the hotel, and the hotel's going to be like, yo, you can't be here anymore. Like, Dude, like, that's, like that's a quick I'm... way to fucking ruin the convention for everybody else. I'm surprised they haven't stopped coming to the Gaylord yet, because of what happened last year, when, like, they flooded, the, they flooded like, the two rooms, oh, and somebody God. broke, like, one of the emergency exit signs, there's a hole in the wall. People are fucking stupid. It's just like, okay, cool. You want to come to this awesome convention to celebrate, like, your fandom with all your friends and dress up in your old cosplays and shit. Oh, and then you're going to fucking ruin the hotel so that the fucking con gets shut down. Why? That's it's, so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. funny. Because last year, MAGFest was right after KatsuCon. And <laughs> we got there. And they were like, we're so glad you guys are so much, so much more competent than the people that go to KatsuCon. Jesus. Like, I mean, Katsu, Mag- MacFest has never destroyed that hotel. MacFest loves the Gaylord. You know why? It's because the fandoms and shit and people who go to fucking anime conventions are usually like 15 to like 18, 19 year old fucking children who are really into anime and really into the fucking stupid cosplay shit. And then they fuck up the hotel and do stupid shit and get fucking wasted and throw up in hallways and they'll the garbage because they don't, they don't have a party right. They don't have a party right. It's really bad, man. It's really bad. Like they need like, to get that together. I'm. I've never really broken anything at at a hotel, and I've like I've injured myself. But like that's just like that's me. Yeah, I've injured myself at a convention. That, that was uh, what was the last convention I went to with you? Uh, that, colossal. It was colossal. <laughs> when I was it's colossal when last I was year. Little, yeah, when I was drunk last year, and yeah. Yeah, I um, I injured myself. Uh, one year at uh, ASEN from jumping from one floor down to the other floor. Uh, and I, like, wrenched my ankle really bad. Jesus. Like, yeah, it was good. I woke up the next day and I, like, tried to stand up and, like, my foot was like, oh. You're like, and nope. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what did I do? And then they're like, you jumped. You jumped. And I went, oh. Oh, I forgot about that because I was drunk. So don't drink. No, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't do that anymore. Don't drink, I can't, guys. I can't. It's bad so I for you. But <laughs> just, uh, just do a bunch of drugs. Do a bunch of hard drugs. Yeah. It's a way to do it. Um, just uh, pop, pop them zannies and do some smack. <laughs> oh, it's my good, God. Good shit. So, yeah, Katsu was this weekend. Uh, don't destroy hotels, guys. Don't do that. Yeah, moral of the story is don't be a fucking shitty con-goer. Like, there's so many, like, if you enjoy going to conventions, the way to support that is to pay for a badge and actually, like, buy merch and stuff and not destroy the hotel. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's it for uh, 
that's it for anime updates and what we've been up to and stuff. Um, so right here, hey, future Kevin, would you mind playing that ad real quick? Yeah, play that ad, future Kevin. shirts each and every day geeky nerdy limited edition tees for only 24 hours so hurry up please and also if you've got good taste and you are smart you'll check out the permanent selection at the yeti mart the yeti yeti yeti.com the yeti yeti yeti.com t-h-e-y-e-t-e-e Awesome, thanks, Future Kevin. Yeah, that was a cool ad. So, um, yeah, this week we did Mob Psycho 100. So I will, I will flat out say I, I watched this before uh, we even talked about this podcast. <laughs> before yeah, the I podcast did too. Yeah. So, um, this is probably one of my favorite series from last year. Same. Um, same. It's really, really good. I was a fan of the, I was a fan of the comic before. Um, it even announced that there was uh, an anime for it, so... <laughs> so I found out about the comic after One Punch Man got really big. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I read it, and I was like, oh my god, this needs to be an anime. And then there was like, oh, Mob Psycho's a thing. I was like, yes. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as One Punch Man finished, like, there was already talks of Mob Psycho getting picked up. And then, like, they announced it officially, and I was just like, oh shit, Bones is doing Mob Psycho. It's gonna be so good. It, and it really was good. Yeah, it was, so it was really solid. So be, before we even start, we're both we're both fans of this series. It's good shit. Yeah. Um, so you want to go ahead and do the description for this week? Yeah, let's do this. Um, Kageyama Shigeo, aka Mob, is a boy who has trouble expressing himself, but also happens to be a powerful esper. Mob is determined to live a normal life and keeps his ESP suppressed, but when his emotions surge to a level of one hundred percent, something terrible happens to him. As he's surrounded by false espers, evil spirits, and mysterious organizations, what will Mob think? What choices will he make? The anime, based on the original story by One, the idol of the webcomic world and creator of One Punch Man, is coming your way with animation by leading animation studio Bones. Yeah, that's the description. Is that from you Crunchyroll? You know what? That has been the best description we've had so far. From Crunchyroll? Yes. Holy shit. Okay, yeah, so they didn't reveal a whole lot, and they fucking didn't spoil anything, and uh, they, it was really nice and concise, and there's no there's no spelling errors. Because good job, nice guys. Vague, it was this, good job, Crunchyroll. Whoever, job, whoever Crunchyroll. did this, Crunchyroll, good job. So, yeah, Mob Psycho. This show was... So, the first... I'm, we're not going to get into the episodes yet, but the first note I wrote down is just this show is just gorgeous. It's, it is so well animated. Like, okay... So it's the it's artwork very itself, colorful. It's pretty. The artwork itself is not very good, but that's kind mm. of like that's kind of one of the little little side things of this series is because it's it's written and drawn by one. One is not a very good artist. Um, people to, really to see how bad up, one is actually at art. Look at the original One Punch Man comic. Yeah. So um, he drew One Punch Man as a web comic first, and then um, it got picked up by Murata, who drew Ice Shield. Who's really who, known for Ice Who we found out that you didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know uh, this. He did. He did the original design for Dustman for Mega Man Four. 
Yeah, he won a he won a design contest for it. But um, Yusuke Murata picked up and did a bunch of the art, which is why um, it got picked up for an anime, and um, it became a really really popular series once he kind of got another push with the artwork boost. Um, cause like his original art is pretty, it's pretty bad. Um, he's definitely improved over like how he was when he started One Punch Man, but like his art is still not very good. And, but that's kind of like one of the, one of the little kind of quirks of the series that makes it a little bit more interesting, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. but the animation for the series is so good. Holy shit. It is, it is probably the, like, if, if Yuri on Ice um was like everybody's top for animation this would be my top for animation like this one kind of just like uranus was great animation wise but this kind of shit all over it yeah this this series flowed so so well there i didn't see any weird smears or anything in this show it was just it was really really fluid there's a lot of crazy colors and like there's all these crazy spinning camera angles and like the the fight scenes are incredible. I honestly think because it's, because of how simplistic the animation style is for this show, it's what made it so much better. Yeah, it honestly kind of helped it. Um, a lot of the well, characters let's, let's, are really ugly. Though. <laughs> um, yeah, that's let's get into the episode because that's that's one of the first like things that's in my in here. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, summary for episode one: um, self-proclaimed exorcist named uh, Arataka Reagan. Attempts to exercise an evil spirit, um, despite only stumbling onto it by accident. The spirit seems annoyed by the attack, which consists of throwing a handful of table salt, which actually meant to be purified salt, uh, much to Reagan's shock. Reagan then unleashes his secret weapon, uh, calling in the actual psychic, uh, Shigeo Kageyama, aka Mob, to banish the spirit for him with his psychokinesis powers. Sometime later, Reagan is contacted to rid a mysterious tunnel of evil spirits. Once again, he uh, manages to trick Mob into doing most of the work for him. Uh, one of the ghosts, the deceased leader of a biker gang, warns of an even more powerful monster down the tunnel, begs the exorcist not to fight it, and then Mob manages to take it down anyway. So yeah, that's the uh, the summary for that for that ep. That episode was really so they they brought up something twice. And this this is this is like one of like the biggest things for me in the series. They didn't they didn't come to like a full circle to like near the end of it, which is we're introduced to Reagan, who is Mob's master, who's a who's a great psychic. There's air he's quotes a, happening right now. He is he is possibly one of the coolest con man characters I've seen in a series. Um, but, just because of how horribly incompetent he is. <laughs> uh, it's. But he's such a he's such a very good character. It, he's um, okay. So I'm I'm kind of like I have like super mixed feelings on Reagan because like Reagan is probably one of more, like the most favorite anime characters I've had in like recent memory. Same. But he's a fucking he's such a terrible person. He's such a shitty person. So th- this this is my this is my gripe with 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 Reagan is that he what he's doing is awful. That's which that's flat out. That's really bad. But, he's using he's using a middle school student to further yeah. his exorcism business. <laughs> but he also he also has Mob's best interest at heart though. Yeah, that's true. Like he try like he's he's the reason that like Mob like hasn't really probably killed anybody with his psychic powers. I mean it is it is a very good like redeeming quality for him that he's actually like But at the same time you 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 don't he's using know a middle if he's, school student. If he's using <laughs> You don't know if he's actually, like, telling Mob these things so that Mob doesn't go off and, like, do stuff without him. 
Like, I feel like it's one of those things that he's kind of like, it's kind of selfish of him for him to say that yeah. stuff so that he keeps working with him, I guess. Yeah, that becomes very apparent in the uh, in the second episode. <laughs> yeah. So so Reagan, Reagan takes Mob under his wing because Reagan's supposed to be like a hotshot exorcist and Mob buys into it, which kind of also shows that, because um, like it makes it, when you watch this episode, you're really, really, it's really apparent that Reagan is an idiot. Yeah. And, oh God. Yeah. And then you're just like, well, why is Mob following him? And then you realize that Mob, he's not really an idiot, but he's really, he's really gullible. And yeah, yeah. Oh God. Very, yeah. very simple, I guess. Like it's it's hard for him to really understand people's motives, and uh-huh. I feel like he just has a hard he's very, time. He's very with oblivious. People. Yeah, he's oblivious, and he also it seems like he has a hard time connecting with people in general. Mm-hmm. Besides, like besides like his brother, and that's about it. Yeah, no, but even with his brother too. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I feel like Dimple is like the one character he really connects with the most. Oh out of god, anybody. and Dimple's Dimple's a fucking terrible character too. Yeah. So um. With this episode, Mob it starts is a pure out, child that must be protected. Mob, Mob, Mob is a pure child. He's a true, he's pure and he's beautiful, and we must protect him. Um, the, the intro to this episode starts out, and it's literally like um, Mob it looks and his, out of Persona. It, it did. It looked like something out of Persona, where it's just like a bunch of monsters and Mob flying around with like crazy psychic powers, and he's like super OP, and he's just blowing these monsters away. And then it cuts to the intro. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like we get a little taste of like, holy shit, this is kind of crazy. Like look at this crazy ass battle. Well, we and see, it's, it's we start seeing like, the uh, the counter, which is a reoccurring theme in the show. Yeah, it's like slowly climbing up. And when uh, when it hits one hundred, yeah, everything it's like a giant explosion. Everything dies, and we go into the title of the show. Yeah, because um, we don't we don't know that's mob yet, but we know it's mob because we've watched the show. Yeah, but like, you're watching it, and you're just like, wow, this is really cool. This an- yeah. this animation's really intense. But we get to the episode and we immediately meet Reagan, who, as we've said, it's just an—he's an idiot. <laughs> he's just, he's, that's, that's like the best way to put it. He's just an idiot. Uh, and this, uh, okay. So besides like the main characters in the show, everybody else is ugly. Yeah. There's. I don't ugly. know. Even 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 a good handful of the main characters are ugly too, though. <laughs> yeah, but like these, the the other people are just like. Ugh. Like it looks like a Picasso <laughs> painting gone wrong. Yeah, it's like Picasso uh, and MC Escher like teamed up on something. If if, if Picasso drew anime, that's what a lot of these yes. characters look like. <laughs> like even there's even a point in the in the second episode where uh the like people that are like background characters have vegetable heads. Yeah, it's like the beginning of the beginning of the second episode. Yeah, so I mean, it's like another it's another like testament to like the art being kind of goofy but like the i don't know a thing with one that i've noticed is like all of his protagonists are really plain like if you look (laughs) if you put if you put mob next to fucking saitama they look like father and son it's just like like especially especially when saitama had hair and you put him next to to yes they look (laughs) they look almost exactly the same 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 face no same completely is, emotionless mask take take this face take the face of the the butt chin kid from the first episode uh, of one punch man remove the butt chin and that's mob yeah pretty much uh it was funny the speaking of the butt chin kid um there's another character in the first episode who walks by and reagan points at him and calls him a spirit to like fuck with these people but um i'm pretty sure that's uh that's butt chin's butt chin's dad or maybe that's yeah. butt chin grown up 
What if this? What if this is the same universe as One Punch Man, but it's Honestly, later? I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past it. Yeah. Like, what if? What if the the world got wiped out and the Hero Association doesn't exist anymore, and now there's people with psychic powers? Who knows? Fan was, fan I theories. Know. I don't know. Me, I mean, it's one. Who knows? Who knows? Let me put. Do let me this. put my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> um, the only reason that I, I I think that there might be some kind of connection between the series is because they sneak in a bunch of little Saitama references. Yeah, literally, you, you we in this episode we see Reagan's um his phone background. I never noticed it's it's Saitama. Oh, you never noticed that? Yeah, it's Saitama. No, Saitama like, also he pops flipped up it open like and I paused it and I was like, "That's One Punch Man." <laughs> <laughs> so we're introduced to Reagan. And then he takes these clients to... He's, he's faking this whole thing. And I love that the girl's boyfriend is just calling him out on it. Like, he's, 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 he's like, this is fake. This he's is like, fake. This guy's like, bullshit. Like, you pointed to the wrong building. You're talking a whole bunch of BS. And then, like, they get into... They get to where the ghost is supposed to be. And, like, Reagan all of a sudden gets really serious. <laughs> and... <laughs> and it's because he really serious because he's, he's scared of cockroaches. But like, then the ghost actually shows up, which the um, ghost with the green with the green afro. The uh, what happens when the ghost comes into the background though, and like that weird that weird painty style? Uh-huh. That's one of like my favorite little bits that they do in the animation. Is yeah. like they make it look like it's being hand painted as it's animated, and it's kind of crazy. Like, it's like whenever something gets really serious or a spirit shows up, they do that. It's so cool though, and they actually like the closing the closing um, credits and stuff. Um, once they showed in episode two, do that. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, um, um, Reagan and this couple that he's trying to help exercise a ghost for them, they end up in this building and then Reagan, the ghost pops up, Reagan throws a bunch of table salt at the ghost. He uses one of, one of his special moves. Yeah. One of his special moves is to throw a shit ton of salt at the ghost, but it's not like, it's not purified salt. It's literally just like a bag of salt that he bought at the grocery store. The ghost was, the ghost was like, is this guy for real? <laughs> uh, and then Mob shows up, gives him a call, he shows up, and then Mob literally just kind of blows this ghost up. He, he literally like raises his hand and the ghost just dies. Yeah, the ghost just explodes. And it does this really cool like circular shot around all of the whole room and stuff with the ghost exploding. And then, yeah, yeah that's the end of the, the little confrontation. Like the and first, then, uh, like the end of the first half of the show. It jumps. It jumps to the their office, and it shows um, Reagan paying Mob for for helping. Gives him three hundred yen an hour. He gives him three hundred yen an hour. So Mob gets paid three dollars an hour to uh, help Reagan pretty much do his job. Now, mind you, this kid's in middle school, but still. I mean, especially when he's charging like thirty eight hundred yen for. Yeah for uh massages which he kind of dresses up as uh exorcism as a as a a body exorcism or something yeah (laughs) even mob Mob, when he reads off the bill in that second episode he calls it he calls it a massage yeah um uh we jump to the dinner scene uh where we meet mob's uh little brother and his parents which um his parents like they know that he has powers and they know he's special but um, I think but, they, they kind of like play it off. Yeah, they play it off. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like they it's kind of like it's kind of part of the the whole like normal life of the family where they don't really make a big deal about it and they just kind of like yeah. like mom's trying to eat his food and a spoon bends in his hand and his mom's like next time you do that it's coming out of your allowance and then it's just like oh ha 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 it's like the really tropey kind of like dinner dinner scene with the family and like Reese is his younger brother but he like he like stands up for him and stuff and it's. 
it seems like just Risu just really looks up to Mob, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, he looks like he look when you look at Risu, he looks like cooler Mob. He looks like Mob with a with a nice haircut. Yeah, instead of his bowl cut, which honestly on Mob is okay. <laughs> just because he's such I, a plain character. I kind of want to cosplay Mob just because. <laughs> oh like my God. it'd be it'd be so easy. I want to do him in his like gym outfit though. <laughs> Uh, we, like, we'll talk about that when we get to the second episode. Yeah. Oh my god. So after uh, the dinner scene, um, we just uh, it, it we cuts learned... it cuts to school where they're in, so they're in Seasoning City, and he goes to Salt Middle School. Yeah, he goes to Salt Middle School. Um, they also show that Mob is kind of useless. Yeah. So they show him like because one of the teachers calls on him and he get he's like was a, he was asleep in class he's asleep in class in and math class he talks about how like he's not good at school and then like he talks about how he's a bad athlete and they show him like in gym class and he's they're playing soccer and he's running <laughs> he's just, he gets nailed in the face of the soccer ball he's just pitiful dude and then he's running and he looks like he looks like he's constantly out of breath he looks like he's dying. Yeah, he just—he looks like he's dying. Like he ran like three marathons in a row and can no longer like move his body anymore. Uh, <laughs> I feel so—I feel it makes you feel so bad for him though, because like it's just yeah. like he's such—he's such a powerful psychic, and he seemed like he'd be a really cool guy, but like no, he's just—he's useless. But the thing is, he could use his psychic powers to like empower himself, but he chooses not to. Yeah, he chooses not to because he wants to—he wants to live a life without having to use his powers. He wants to be normal. Yeah. Like, um, in, in, in a later episode, he talks to Ritsu, and he literally says he's envious of him because he is so normal, and he can connect with people and stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, like that's, 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 for a middle school kid, man, that's, like, a big thing. Like, you're, you're, you're going through, like, puberty and stuff, and it's just, like, like, if you can't connect with anybody, and you just, like, you're just, like, an emotionless person, that's, that's harsh, man. Yeah. I mean, his, yeah, Mob just has it rough in yeah. general. <laughs> Like you, you feel for him, especially later in the series. But it's uh, it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so when we get so Mob leaves school, and Reagan calls him, and they have to ride the bus out to this mysterious tunnel, where people, where a ton of people have gone missing. Yes. And, uh, a bunch of people have gone missing or died in the tunnel. Uh huh. And, and uh, so. <laughs> Reagan uh, Reagan plays it off to bring Mob, and he's just like, I, "I need you to take care of the small fries, and then I will take care of like." Well, of, Reagan walks into the tunnel by himself first, and he runs back out because Mob just stayed there. He was like, well, "Mob, didn't, like you Mob had, didn't follow him in." Because Mob was like, "Well, you seem like you had this handled," <laughs> and Reagan was like, "No, you got to take care of the small fry, which means every freaking spirit in there." Uh, uh, it's and then they they walk into the tunnel, uh-huh. uh, and then they. Mob says that there's about 20 ghosts that are surrounding them, and then he just kind of wipes them out, and then Reagan goes further into the tunnel. No, no, no. He, he, he tells Mob, he's like, he's like, well, you can handle these small ones. And you just see, like, Mob just, like, shooting a lightning out of his hands <laughs> as, as, like, Reagan keeps walking in. There's like It's like there's fireworks going off and, like, just all these lights and colors and stuff. It's, oh, my God. And then he bumps into, like, this giant spirit. Which is like the boss of like a deceased biker gang that died in the tunnel. For because the guy in front slipped on a banana peel and then wiped out, and then everybody else behind him died. Yeah, he he, he wiped out and his motorcycle exploded and everybody else died. Yeah, uh, but this this spirit was probably one of my favorite spirits that they've shown in the show so far. Uh, 
just because, like he 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 plays it off so hard. He's like he's he's like he's like oh you have the big bad spirit of this place, and then like Re- Reagan punches him and it does nothing. Reagan Reagan dunks his hand in a bag of salt and then punches him in the face and it like the ghost was like oh no and freaking out and then he goes wait that didn't hurt at all. Yeah. So he he proceeds to try to ignite Reagan on fire, and Mob just like saves him or whatever. Cause that's mob. He's just, he's just like, oh, psychic barrier. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So they're fighting the they're fighting the dude, and mob decides not to exercise him, but like he just like took all of his like power away. And he so turns just like shriveled up. He's ghost. like this little shriveled ghost with a butt chin. <laughs> uh, which I, I <laughs> the little butt chin on it is is too funny. Um, but he he gets really scared. And he's talking about how, like, you know, there's there's an even stronger spirit down further in the tunnel. That's the one that's been, like, killing everybody. Yeah. Um, and then Mob proceeds to go further in the tunnel. And the spirit's just, like, begging him to, like, not go. He's, he's like, if, if, if that's your pupil, if you care about this kid, you will stop him. Uh, and then we, we see the spirit, and it's just, like, this giant amalgamation. It's just a big, it's a big, like, blob monster with a bunch of eyes and a big-ass mouth with teeth. Yeah, and then he's then the thing just eats mob. It eats mob. Then it shows mob on the inside, and then the monster blows up. He's like psychic powers, psh, dead. All right, but it was it it's really like, cool. It looks really cool. It looks yeah. a lot cooler than I can really describe because you really have to see it. It's it's just imagine it's 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 like every time he does psychic powers, it's like fireworks. Um, and then uh, and then after all that, they uh, they take the train home. Well, he he sends he sends the biker and all his biker gang because he finds like a picture of them. Oh yeah, he frees them, and he, he sends he he frees them so they can pass on to the to the next life, which is really cool. Like that was a really cool moment in that in that episode. Yeah, it shows that that mob's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. sweet. He's a kid, sweet, I mean, sweet boy. So uh, it comes to the end of the episode, and <laughs> Reagan and Mob are just like staring at the bus schedule because I guess there was no bus back. Uh, and then Reagan takes him out for ramen and says that if he wants to order pork, he can only order two. And they show he, the two ramen bowls, and Reagan's just like full. So yeah, Reagan's Reagan's a fucking dirty cheapskate. Yeah, Reagan's kind of just—he's just a dick. Like, it's, there's nowhere else to put that. Cool. So, uh, episode two: the uh, the telepathy club at Mob's school is in danger of disbanding after one of their members drops out. Uh, the group tries to convince someone to join them and drags Mob into it, um, where their leader Karada argues with Reagan over the phone. Uh, which is a great scene. Uh, Reagan wants Mob to focus on his job. Later, mm-hmm. Reagan takes Mob to, on a contract to exercise a spirit at a private, private all-girls high school. Oh Both he God. and Mob <laughs> try to cross-dress to infiltrate the school, but Reagan is immediately stopped by security while Mob goes on to meet his clients alone. The clients, a pair of schoolgirls, lead him around the campus until he finds the large ghost of a dead schoolboy haunting a girls' basketball practice on campus. After defeating the ghost, the ghost begs him to enjoy his youth before it disappears. The next day, the student council at Mob School threatens to turn the telepathy club over to the newly formed Body Improvement Club as Mob is about to join. After flashing back to his past, Mob decides to join the Body Improvement Club instead. Mm -hmm. So, literally the first note, like, and and, uh, this this is a note in almost every episode that they show other people. Why are these people so ugly? (laughs) (laughs) Like we see all we this is this is the episode where we see like the vegetable headed girls yeah. and um 
What was we her learned... name? Sub- Subumi or something like that? Su- Subumu-san? Subumu-chan? Yeah. Subom- uh-huh. Subomi-chan. Sorry. Subomi-chan is like the girl of like Bob's dreams because they've known each other since they were kids and stuff. He he always looks at her and it has like that flowery, shiny background and stuff. And... <laughs> there's, there's a part in the the fourth episode where he gets a love note and he's like looking at the love note. He's all blushing and just like hearts explode out of him. It's God, I love this kid so much. <laughs> He's just, he's incredibly naive and gullible and he's adorable. Yeah. So we're immediately introduced to the telepathy club and like one of their guys just, I, I don't even remember why he left, but he leaves the club and like the next second, the vice president of the, uh, the student, the student council, council busts in. He's like, he's like, he's like, somebody just signed a, somebody just signed a, uh, a form to leave this club. So now you guys are getting t- uh, disbanded or whatever. And he, he, was, he was like, if you care this much about the club, you'll find a new member by Friday. So they're just like running around the school trying to find people. And everybody's like, no, that's, that club sounds creepy. I don't want to be part Everybody of that. Everybody calls them creepy and just says no. Then they drag like, Mob in because Mob's part of the going home club. Which is just kids that don't, they don't have clubs. Mm-hmm. He's, like the, he's like the only person that doesn't have a club. He's, they said he's the, he's the last member of the going home club. Yeah. <laughs> um... But they're like begging him to join, and he's saying, you know, because uh, he, he just doesn't want to. Like, he, he's just, why? Like, it, you guys are disbanding. Okay. So they're like begging, they're, they're more or less begging him to join. Yeah. Um, And he calls Reagan and, and asks him about it while he's like standing in front of the club guys. And uh, they. <laughs> They're just like trying to like convince him so hard. Reagan's like, "Oh, they're just trying to use you to do this and uh, use your so, powers for something." Pretty much the same thing that Reagan's doing. Exactly. Um, and then the the club leader she takes the phone from from Mob and talks to Reagan, and he just like doesn't care what this little girl has to say. And then she starts faking crying on the phone and stuff, and then like Mob's just like, "I guess I can think about it." Yeah, because he has till Friday, so he said he'd, t- he'd take a day to think about it. And then, meanwhile, then, <laughs> we cut to them walking down the street. And, and this is only, probably the best moments in this show. They're uh, they're only showing them from, like, the neck up, and they're only seeing their faces. Uh-huh. And then it zooms out, and we see that they're in <laughs> schoolgirl uniforms. They're cross-dressing. Yeah, like like Mob has like little pigtails coming off of his bowl cut, <laughs> and then Reagan has like a ponytail. <laughs> the pigtails were so good. And I then was, they, I was like, I was like, how did they attach those pigtails to him? I don't know, but then they walk up to the school gate, and security's immediately like, "What are you doing? Who is this and pervert?" You can see hair on both of their legs. Yeah, by the way. no, well, like Mob doesn't have any hair, but Reagan no, definitely has. No, like, it's hair. on it's on Mob's legs too. Oh, is it? Yes. <laughs> so, so they didn't even bother to shave their legs because they're wearing skirts and shit. And then one of the security guards looks at Mob and goes, "Hey, how about you go inside and get away from this pervert, and we'll take care of it." Yeah, they just so, they stop Reagan and just start questioning him outside. So Reagan's being questioned outside, <laughs> and he just like he comes off as this creepy old crossdresser trying to get into a high school, <laughs> an old girl's high school. Yeah. So Mob has to go and do the mission alone. He goes inside and he goes to the roof to meet the the clients and the first thing he runs into is a bunch of delinquent girls who are on the roof like hanging out and that immediately just, like, start picking on, on him. him yeah they they go in on him and he starts getting like scared and like nervous like they're gonna beat uh-huh. him up which is great and then they just like leave like when i first saw this episode i was like oh i guess that's the end of the episode now 
Uh, and then we find out like like five seconds later that it was some other girls on another roof. Yeah, who were looking for him. Um, it's 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 it. I feel so like bad for. I feel bad for Reagan at this point because they were like, yeah, we think we saw something. Um, but so we just decided to call the cheapest psychics in town. Yeah. Um, so they take Mob around the school and they tell him but, what's going on. Before we get to that, when they're talking to him. There's a moment where they're just, where they're explaining like what happened, and the one girl's like, "There was a bra, there was a bra floating around one time," and Mob's like, "Bra." <laughs> <laughs> that and was then he a blushes. Really good moment for, yeah, that was a really His good. His face moment gets all me. red. Yeah, that poor uh, boy. So then they, they drag him around the school, child. and then they get to like the outdoor gymnasium, and he feels the evil spirit there, and he he traps he traps the spirit in the gym. And then he goes into the gym and the basketball team is practicing. And then the, the fucking ghost is this big, creepy looking... He looks like a like a so bunch of... like He looks a like a big nerd. booger. He's a giant nerd. He has it's a big nerd who just looks like a booger. Like he's just like... It looks like if the thing was made out of boogers, that's what this guy looked like. Yeah. So then uh, Mob easily just destroys this big ass ghost... Mm-hmm. And then the girls are like, "Oh my god, you're so cool!" Blah 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 blah. But they still think is it, it. They still think is a chick. So like, yeah, yeah. They don't know he's a boy. Uh, yeah, they're the like, "Oh, girls, who's this girl?" And blah blah. The two blah, girls blah. know he's a boy, but nobody else knows. Yeah. So, uh, but when when he kills the ghost, the ghost like he he asks he said he said what he said uh, what are your dreams and aspirations like like are you living your life to the fullest? Yeah. Because the, the ghost said like, he never lived his life to the fullest until after he died. So Mob is just like thinking about it and he's like, well, I should probably do something. And like, what do I want? And mm-hmm. that's actually a big portion of like the weird like internal monologue for the episode is he's he's confused as to what he wants with his life. Right. He, well, he doesn't know what he wants for himself. Yeah. So he he ends up back at school and the, the t- telepathy club is like trying really, really hard to get him to be part of it. And they hand him, like, the, the sign-up form for the club. And then the body improvement club and the vice president of the student council come in. The vice president is, like, grilling mob. It's like, why do you want to join this club? Are you just listening to them because they want you to join? Like, blah, blah, he's, blah. He's, blah. he's like, you- dude, do you know anybody here? Did you have any interest in this beforehand? Um, did you actually want to be here? Are they forcing you to come here? He's like, he's really grilling him about, like, because it's like, like this club is, I mean, they're going to get disbanded. They, yeah. They're just there, just goofing around. Like they're they're finding somebody just so they keep a room to goof around in. And they can keep a room to just eat a bunch of snacks and play video games and dick off. Yeah. So, so like, so Mob is actually goes into this like deep monologue of like, I don't know what I want. What do I want to do? Blah blah blah. What do I want to change? And then it goes into this flashback of uh of like him sh- trying to be an athlete or like trying to be athletic and his <laughs> his crush Subami Chan like is like fawning over like this boy that won a race and then like mob standing in the background looking sad. Yeah. And he says like his, uh, his dream is to go out with Subumi Chan, uh, who we saw in the, in the, in the first episode, in the beginning of this one. Yeah. And then he, he ends up signing up to join the body improvement club. So he, he says, I'm joining. And then like, they're like, yes. And they're like, no, I'm joining the body improvement club. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. The body improvement club is a bunch of like really, really buff dudes in like, how are white... these dudes in middle school? They're, <laughs> yeah, they're in like, red running shorts and like white t-shirts and they're all fucking like jacked 
and just then like Ma- grown men. Yeah, they look like grown men. And it's just funny because like as soon as Mob says he wants to join, the other guys are like really excited and they actually like want him on board. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Because he, so, he wants yeah. to prove his body. Like, he wants to do what the club's there for. Yeah. So then, uh, that's the end of episode two. Uh, episode three starts yeah. up. Um, during body improvement club practice, Mob faints and is left in the club room to recover. <laughs> the, uh, the telepathy club, permitted to stay in the room, which is now being used to store bodybuilding equipment, comments that Mob will never be popular even if he trains his body. Distraught, he is intercepted on his way home by a woman in a smiling mask who informs him that she can help him become popular. He follows her to an underground meeting area where a cult known as LOL has joined in service uh, to a man with the power to make anyone laugh and smile. A reporter from Mob School, Mizato Ichi, is forcibly converted, but even the cult leader, Dimple, is unable to convert Mob. It is revealed that Dimple is a high-level spirit possessing a man and that he emerges to kill Mob. The strain causes Mob to reach 100% and explode, unleashing terrible power and exercising Dimple. And this frees the converts of the club of the cult. Mm-hmm. So episode this three, is really, right? this is like the, the first fight scene to really see. This yeah, this is one of the big fight scenes with Mob, and uh, <laughs> the beginning of this episode is so good because it shows it shows the body the body improvement club running, and all the guys <laughs> are jogging, and then it shows Mob just trailing in the back, dying. And he's yeah, he's just dying. And he's just trying to catch up. He's trying to keep up, and then he collapses, and then they, they pick him up and put him in the... <laughs> he faints. He says, I'm sorry, and then he just faints. Yeah, he, he faints in the arms of, like, the head of the club, so they leave him in the in the, in the club room to, like, to recover, I guess. Uh-huh. So... And then the the telepathy club, which are, they're just in the room dicking around and, like, eating snacks and stuff, they're asking why he wants to be part of it, and then Mob is just like, well, I just want to... They're like, why, what do you get out of it? He wants, he wants to be something. He says he it. wants to be something besides his powers. And the leader of the club's like, "Oh, what what powers? If you really have powers, you wouldn't really need to do this." And she asks him to show him her powers. Yeah, and then he juggles a bunch of weights around the room. <laughs> he juggles a bunch of weights, and then he lets go of one in his hand and just falls to the ground. So it shows that his powers are really strong, but his body is like super weak. Yeah. Um. But she's like she when she sees the power she's like she's like use your power so we can communicate with aliens and stuff and I'm just like yeah no he said he he wants to be more appealing as a man that's what he said yeah um, he, he wants to be popular and she tells him you know like even if you build up your body you're not going to be popular which like kind of crushed him a little bit yeah no he definitely looked really bummed I felt really bad I just I feel bad for him in general because like yeah everybody just kind of shits on him. Yeah, it's it sucks, but like I mean, he's he's a good kid, but it's just, it's I don't know. He doesn't have the best like situation, really. So he he leaves school and he's walking home and he's just thinking about like how he's the girl said he'd never be popular and stuff. Uh, and then he runs into a lady with a creepy ass mask on. Um, that's just a big smiley like a smiley face. Uh huh. And then she asks him to to join her, and she'll take him to where he can be. He can. Well, get everything that he wants to be happy she asks him like why he's distraught she's like is it is it is it work is it like school is it friends family then she says is it is it love and like like she's she is sight reading like like a lot of like those fake psychics on tv she's yeah. sight reading um so as she finds like she reacts to love yeah, she, she goes she's like, oh. she's, she's like she's like oh well if you come with me uh, i can help you and she was like he was like no thanks and then she was like it'll make you popular he was immediately like yes <laughs> that's all it took 
As soon as, as, soon as she as soon as she said it'll make you popular, it was there was no frame of animation between just him transitioning to say yes. I just I like the the comedic timing of the show is fucking great, and it shows yeah. it shows how good one's writing is because like most of the the series is almost verbatim shot for shot a copy of the comic, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's like mobs like Mob Psycho's sense of humor is great. One Punch Man's sense of humor, like one, does a really good job with all of the the actual writing for the series. Right. Uh, so she she takes him to where uh, this it's a cult. They call it a religion. It's a cult. Yeah. Called LOL, and uh, it's in like the basement of this building. And then we see that you know all these people ask him like, "Oh, are you new? Are you new?" And they take him to the front of the stage. And on the stage is him, some homeless dude they found in the park, and this girl from his school who just, like, snuck in there. And then Dimple-sama comes out, who is the head of this cult. God. Um, which, it's it's a dude with a big-ass smile, creepy-ass smile on his face, and, like, red, red blush cheeks. Mm-hmm. And he then asks why, uh, why they're there, like, what they want, and he says that they can be happy if they just put on these masks and join everybody else. He'll they'll be they'll laugh and they'll smile and be happy. Mm-hmm. So they jam masks on the the chick from the newspaper, the homeless dude, and mob. And immediately, like the the homeless dude, they pull the mask off, and he's just like, he's happy and laughing, and like it's kind of a creepy laugh. If you've if you've ever seen anything Batman when Joker uses the laughing gas, his face yeah, looks it's like a, that. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's just like this contortion of their face to into a smile mm-hmm. and then um and then the newspaper chick Masato starts like her face contorts into a smile after they jam the mask on her and then mob takes his mask off and his face is just normal <laughs> just normal stoic shit like just usual mob. It just... it's completely emotionless and it, like it startled Dimple because like it didn't even it didn't even phase him yeah, like, Dimple's just like, uh, why isn't this working? This should be working. So he tries really hard to kind of, like... Because we, we, we learn it's hypnosis. Uh-huh. And Dimple's trying to hypnotize him, and he, he realizes that, oh, Mob's fucking psychic. Or Mob well, has psychic powers. So he, he challenges him to make him join uh, LOL to a laughing contest. No, a staring God. contest. Yeah. Uh, with, with some other members from the cult. And it has them, so he's 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 telling him he's gonna have him do this thing, and he's like, no. And then he's like, he asks him what it is, and it's about milk. And they said like the narrator's like, why did Mob accept? It says because he loves milk. Mob loves milk. <laughs> and it's a it's a it's a you laugh you it's, lose competition. Where they it's, have to... it's so good because in that moment you're like this kid he's a kid like this. <laughs> God, it's so. There's so many this... moments where it reminds you that he is a kid. The shot, the shot of him with like the cow in the background, it just says "Mob loves milk," and I'm like, okay, that's. So it's it's they have to take a big ass mouthful of milk, and the first one that spits their milk out loses, in regards to laughing, and like every time that someone goes up against Mob, like they both take their big ass fucking mouthful of milk, and then they just immediately spit a bunch of milk into Mob's face, and Mob just keeps winning until Dimple's like, okay, I have to step in. So, Mo- so, so Dimple steps in, in. He puts something in Mob's milk on this one. Yeah, Mob takes a big swig of the milk, and then he just immediately starts, like, foaming at the mouth and, like, throwing it up. Yeah. So, technically, he loses. Mm-hmm. 
and then Dimple's trying to to hypnotize him and is like kind of like waving his hand in his face and like trying to use his powers and it's not working. And then he, um, he finally uh, he starts like berating him and stuff like telling him that like, he's always going to be a loser and all this other stuff like that. And like we see the this is when the counter comes back and it starts going from like eighty eight gets to like ninety two and he starts to sense his powers. Yeah. Um, I think and, I think what triggers it is um is Dimple says to get a clue. Yeah. And then it makes him have this flashback to like him hanging out and then Subomi Chan sends something like get a clue because he because Mob's being awkward and he's not laughing at something that Cause, Yeah, cuz he's hanging out with these boys and they're like, "Mob, are you bored?" and he's like, he's like, "You look really bored. Why don't you just go home?" Yeah. And um, Mob's just like, "I'm not bored. I'm just that's just my face." Uh-huh. And then like, so, like one of the boys shakes his butt and like all the other boys laugh and then Mob doesn't laugh, so like it's one of those things where, like, you can see that Mob has, like, no emotions, or he has a hard time connecting with people over emotion. And during this, they go they go into why he doesn't show emotions, and it's like, uh, like, his, his emotions were always locked away because they're tied to his powers. Um, so he, like, after locking it away for so long, if when his emotions start to rise is when his powers start to get stronger. Yeah, so he bottles up his emotions until they hit, like, critical mass, and then he blows up. He hits 100%, man, and it's, it gets real. Yeah, so Mob hits 100%, and then he completely destroys Dimple, which we realize Dimple's a spirit. He comes out of the dude's body that he's possessing, and he's this big, huge, buff, like, ghost thing. Like, if Slimer was on steroids, that would be Dimple. Yep. And so Dimple tries to fight Mob, and it, this fight scene is one of the coolest fight scenes. And Mob literally doesn't even, like, put any effort in. Just destroys he, like, lifts, he lifts his hands twice in this whole fight. Yeah, completely just wipes him out, and it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and like, then he, uh, and then he goes home, and mm-hmm. then he wakes oh, up. The no, next... they, they show they show him talking to Reagan, and he's eating Mob Donalds. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, which is a great and, thing that I, that I picked up on the, the watching this again. And then Mob feels bad because he broke up the cult. Uh huh. And he's because actually the like people, the people just wanted to be happy. Yeah, he feels bad because the people just wanted to be happy, and he feels like he ruined it for everybody. Uh, and then Reagan uh, convinces him otherwise, and then Mob goes home and feels better about it after Reagan tells him to get a clue a number of times. Yeah. Uh, and then Mob goes home, and he chills out, and he wakes up the next day, and uh, a little shriveled-up version of Dimple is there. <laughs> little Dimple Spear is next to him. and That's just like the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, then episode four, which is... Uh, the build-up for this episode's great. Um, this during... episode and episode five were fantastic. Yeah. So episode four starts, and uh, we find out that delinquents from Mob School, which is Salt Middle School, are in a turf war with the rival school, Black Vinegar Middle School. Uh, when the rival delinquents are not able to win, they call for their leader, Teruki Hanazawa, who also goes by Teru. In spite of being physically unimposing, Teru disposes of the Salt delinquents with ease. Um, in an attempt to garner revenge, the delinquent leader, Tenga... Uh, Onigawara d- attempts to recruit the Body Improvement Club. When they turn him down, he concocts a plan to get Mob kidnapped by the rival school in order to force the Body Improvement Club to attack the Black Vinegar Middle School. Meanwhile, Mob has been haunted all day by the weakened spirit of Dimple, who claims to have reformed. The Body Improvement Club members defeat normally de- delinquents in an attempt to rescue Mob, but they are similarly unable to defeat Taro once he exhibits his own psychic abilities. So, this episode was fun i actually don't have a lot of notes for it because a lot of the episode is fighting yeah 
Um, we learned that Teru Teru's a dick. Uh, Dimple is an Teru idiot. Teru calls himself and just, the main character of the world. Yeah. So Teru obviously has never met any other psychics. Right. Uh, and he thinks that he's just all powerful and uses his psychic abilities to his advantage, which is like the exact opposite of Mob. Right. They're like um, complete opposite parts of the spectrum for how they use their psychic powers. Yeah. So Teru <clears throat> sees it as like him putting him above everybody else, and then Mob just like wants to be like everybody else. Um, and then we get a nice taste of like Dimple, and Mob was <laughs> initially going to exercise Dimple, and. Dimple is like, no, like I just, I just wanted to help you. And so when blah, he blah, when blah, he first blah. wakes up and sees Dimple, he literally grabs him and just starts slamming him on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> he, he wants. He's. I wanted to make sure it wasn't a dream. And Dimple was like, why don't you just pinch yourself? Uh. So then, uh, Mob decides to ask Reagan about Dimple if Dimple's a threat, and then uh, he goes and asks him, and and Reagan's in the middle of a graphic exorcism which he's photoshopping a ghost out of someone's picture with photoshop yeah uh, um, but it's it's great because dimple gets into the room and he, he's he he knows immediately that reagan has no powers yeah and um, then reagan he, 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 he says he says that he, he could tell he could tell mob but then he says no he's going to use it to his advantage as well reagan also makes the excuse that he can't see low level spirits <laughs> so that's good and then we get um we get a small scene with the chick who is part of the newspaper from the last episode who is trying to find out more about mob and she meets uh mob's little brother ritsu at, at like a mcdonald's and starts asking him questions uh, asking more about the background of mob and stuff and his little brother really makes it seem like he doesn't want people to take advantage of Mob. Like, he cares a lot he's about his, very his older protective brother. protective of him. Yeah. Um, it's probably mainly because Ritu is aware of, like, his powers and what happens with him. Right. Um, and it, it shows, like, Ritu is actually really, really good at everything. Yeah. Uh, but but Ritu, he says he, he, wants, he wants powers like Mob does. Yeah. He wants, he wants powers like Mob does, and Mob just wants to be good at everything like Ritu is. Uh-huh. Uh, like Ritsu's super charismatic and like a lot of people like him and he's really good at athletics and he's smart and that's everything that Mob doesn't have but yeah. Mob just has his powers and that's all his brother cares so, about it's, it's really funny <clears throat> because there are well there's two things that's very funny in this episode one is the girls talking to, to Ritsu about uh, his powers like starting another religion and you see the poster for the psycho helmet re- religion with just a really bad drawings on Mob's face yeah um <laughs> But then there's a part where he's walking, where Mob's walking with Ritsu, and they're talking about uh, Mob's powers and stuff. And you know, Mob says, uh, "Well, he, he asks him, what does he want? That is, you know, like why doesn't he use his powers for this or that and this and that?" And he says he wants something his power can't, his power can't provide, and he wants to be like his brother. And then like he asks him, like, "What powers is that?" And he says, "I want to have muscles." <laughs> yeah. And Dimple makes the best face ever when he says that. <laughs> he just he just wants to have muscles. He just wants to be strong. He pretty much just wants oh, he wants Sabomi to like kid, him. Man. That's like where he all just, his motivation lies. Kid. Yeah. Uh, so Tenga sets up this whole thing for Mob to get kidnapped with. It's a love note. He leaves him a love note in Mob's locker, which is obviously written by a guy, and there's spelling it's, mistakes and stuff. But Mob shows says, up. No, the note says, I'm a girl, and has a heart after it. 
Yeah. And Mob, Mob, his heart is all a flutter when he first reads it, but then Dimple's like, dude, that's totally fake. And then Mob's like, no, but what if it's real? I don't want to disappoint her. So he goes to the park to meet her anyway. <laughs> and then gets kidnapped by the other school. And the other school just kind of like ties him to a chair. And then another note is given to the Body Improvement Club that goes, hey, we're Black Vinegar Middle School and we kidnapped your boy. So come get him. So they go and all the muscle dudes beat the living shit out of these uh the, the yeah they like students. they make they make really quick work of the other school and then so it's, but it's it's so funny because while they when they beat these when they beat up like the first half of the dudes mob walks out he he he, he somehow got his got himself free from the chair and yeah but he still, the the, on him. he still has the rope around him <laughs> so he's tied up but like they tied him to a chair initially but he just gets up anyway right uh, so this is when they beat up all the dudes and Taro shows up and Taro just like destroys all these dudes with his powers. Cause he's just showing off with his powers and stuff. And, uh, he does, he, this is when he goes to attack mob and like it does. No, uh, he's talking to mob and he like uses, uses his powers to just like untie himself with the rope and he just gets shocked. Yeah. Cause Teru's never seen anybody with psychic powers besides himself. He thought he was the only one. So yeah, so he freaks out and then he starts like, s- like speed dashing around Mob, freaking out. And then Mob, like he runs up to Mob and Mob puts out his hand to hand give a handshake, and he he freaks out like he's gonna hit him. Mm-hmm. Like he's super on the defensive because he doesn't know if Mob's actually gonna fight him with his powers or not. Right. So it's it's pretty great. And uh, that's the end of this episode, isn't it? Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Is like they start, they start kind of fighting. Um, Terror starts fighting. (laughs) Yeah, Terror starts fighting. But like the one, the one note that I have for this episode that like I wanted to put forth is I felt really bad for the Body Improvement Club because they got hurt trying to save Mob just to help him out, and they got hurt for no reason. Yeah, I felt really bad for those guys. Like, I feel bad for them because, like, they're they're all cool guys, and they accepted Mob into their club, even though they knew that he kind of is useless. Right. Because I mean, and and they really they really just genuinely wanted to help him. Like, they wanted yeah. no part in this fighting stuff. They just wanted to help. They just wanted to help Mob. Yeah. So, cut to episode five. Uh, there's a pretty long, long summary for this. Uh, after recognizing Mob's psychic abilities, Teru attempts to force him into a psychic duel by attacking him, but Mob refuses throughout increasingly brutal attacks because his ideals to never use psychic powers on a, on a person uh dimple attempts to defend mob but teru exercises him uh mob doesn't even react to it pretty much uh as mob becomes cornered inside the school <laughs> teru's sanity begins to deteriorate after mob retaliates uh his knives in self-defense reducing teru's hair to zero percent uh as teru grows increasingly frustrated <laughs> with mob mob realizes his hatred towards him as being one and the same both lacking confidence and realizing they're nothing without their powers. Uh, conflicting with each other's ideals, Taro starts to choke Mob against the wall with brute force, where it is revealed that unlike him, Taro's frequent use of his psychic abilities in his daily life quickly established his popularity within the school and gave him a superiority complex, proclaiming himself as a chosen one. Despite Mob's rising percentage of emotions and his refusal to stray from his ideals, he passes out from being choked before reaching 100%, and he unconsciously awakes in question mark question mark question mark percent form which he looks okay, like I was, a crazy I was about to bring that up he looks like a crazy dark fucking super saiyan 
Yeah. Uh, Mob rips the part the school apart and hurls the rubble at a naked Teru who gets blasted off into the sky <laughs> while apologizing <laughs> and accepting Mob's ideals. Oh man! <laughs> so <laughs> when, when, in when the, the aftermath, that, that, that last part. Hold on, before you finish. Okay. That, in that last part, because they just said about the naked Teru, because there's yeah. no explanation in that thing why he's naked. He literally blasts like an energy at him, and his clothes fly off. He his clothes blow wall. off. Um, <laughs> so it, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, in the aftermath, Mob's failure to change results in 100% sadness, using his powers to rebuild the school. Mm-hmm. So this episode is probably one of the coolest fucking anime fights, like top 10 anime fights. Uh, this, this fight was crazy good. It, it, it was like, it was reminiscent of like when Gohan, Teen Gohan and like Perfect Cell are fighting in the Cell games. Yeah. Like it's good. It's a good fight. Um, um, mainly because the entire beginning part of like the beginning 85% of the fight was Mob just getting his ass kicked by Teru because he didn't want to like, fight back. He wasn't back. even getting hurt like because it, it didn't even phase him. Yeah. And then like the one time he said ow was like he got blown through like 20 walls and he he bumped up against another wall he went ow uh-huh. and that was it <laughs> um so it starts in and and taro's like you know t- he, he keeps telling him to, to to fight back and mob is very just like stalwart and not using his powers yeah and it shows a flashback of, of reagan talking to him and he's teaching him but he's, he's telling him about his powers and he says you know he says it's never good to attack anybody with your powers especially not normal people Oh, okay, um, so he, he, it was explained, well, okay, Mob was explaining this to Dimple at first, and then at the very end of it, it doesn't show the person the entire time that this per like, this person is talking, and then we find out that it's Reagan at the very end, and at the very end, Dimple goes, oh, this is, it's so lame once you realize that, that Reagan's the one who's yeah. <laughs> um. So, so, Reagan essentially helped the complex that Mob has that, he really shouldn't use his shouldn't focus on using his psychic abilities to to show off or to use them right. against people um which is kind of like it's a big point of conflict for for mob because like he in throughout this series he gets into fights with people and then he refuses to fight them mm-hmm. yeah one of the biggest fight scenes in the show near the end of the show um he's just like it's it's a big moment it's a big moment for mob and reagan in that in that episode yeah um but that's for another time maybe we'll do another episode in the end of the series and we'll talk about that yeah so the entire episode teru's trying to like egg him on to use his powers and like there's a point <laughs> there's a point in the episode where he he blasts him through some walls and then teru picks up a bunch of knives with his psychic powers and then i was immediately like oh it's like dio uh, and then th- shoots a bunch of knives at Mob, well, and Mob the- retaliates the- to block the knives, and one of the knives flips back and sticks in the wall next to Teru's head, and then we realize that he shaped the top of Teru's head. So, this was a really big, this was a big, like, a thing, when he pulled out the knives, because when it showed when Reagan was talking to Mob about his powers, he said it's like carrying around a knife. Yeah, and you would what do you not do with knives, and then Mob goes, you don't point them at people. Right. Like, that was, like, a big, like, like connection point right there. Yeah, so, Teru gets the top of his head shaved, and he's, like, a pretty, pretty blonde, like, schoolboy who, like, picks up girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, he, um, 
he said he looks like an Ochimusha, which I had to look this up because I wasn't sure the reference was. And an Ochimusha is a, it's like a shamed samurai. Yes. Who, the the typical, like, look of them is, like, they have really long hair, but then the tops of their heads are shaved off. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a better image as to what uh, Teru looks like. And Teru yeah. is pissed after this happens. And when it happens, it says, top of Teru's head, 0%. 0%. <laughs> uh, uh, so then Teru goes to choke him, and he chokes him. He, cho- he fucking chokes him the fuck out. He is literally, like, just strangling Mob, and Mob isn't and, fighting and, and, back. And, like, and while he's doing this, like, Mob's, like, percentage just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing. And then Mob... Because like he, because Mob, Mob tells him like like he, they're the same kind of person. Like they, yeah, without their just, powers, they would like be me. nothing. Yeah, be you're, uh, you're nothing without, without your powers. powers. And then Teru starts getting mad, like more mad, and then Mob decides to kind of fight back a little bit, and he he goes to punch him. <laughs> I texted you about this earlier. Terror in the face, and it's literally like it's literally like if you were to put your fist up on someone's face and then kind like, of let your arm drop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make a sound of it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a That's what pap, it sounded like. It's a little pap he, noise. He does it twice. It is like he's like he even he even says he said you joined the body improvement club and this is all you got from it. Yeah, you, you it says you've powers. been trying to improve your strength and yeah. work out. <laughs> oh god! Like when so, he did it, I, like it, it's that's such a serious moment. But when he does it, I died laughing. You, can, you can't help but laugh because it's just like you think you're, he's actually gonna hit him and he just goes and you're like, wait, really? That's it? <laughs> that's yeah. fucking it? So then he passes out, and then he wakes up, and it's like this fucking crazy whirlwind of powers coming off of him. And then Teru's like, oh, you're totally ready to fight me now. And then he uses his powers. He, Teru, he looks at Teru, and his clothes just blow off. His, he flies into a wall. Yeah, his, his, he blows up against the wall. His clothes blow off. And then the school just starts getting ripped apart. And then, but, like, Teru, like, is, like, looking at Mob, and he sees him, like, absorbing the power around him, but he's also absorbing Teru's powers. Yeah, so um, Teru's like, this is what is going on. Like, I don't understand. I didn't realize you were this powerful. Right. And then Mob just throws chunks of the school at Teru, and then Teru ends up above the stratosphere, like, in above the clouds. Because, like, it's raining, it's raining in gray during this whole thing, and, like, he's above where the sun is and, like, above the clouds floating, and he goes, yeah, I guess I, guess I shouldn't. What, oh, fuck, what did he say? I don't he says exactly something. He says. he says something when he's up above the clouds. I don't remember exactly what he said. I don't remember what it was, but it was something like where he accepts Mob's ideals, and yeah. he's just like he realizes that Mob was right, and that you shouldn't really just focus on using your psychic powers to make yourself better than everybody. Right, but um, when this happens, <clears throat> Mob kind of like regains consciousness, and he sees what happened, and. Uh, he, he because he like broke his own rule of using his powers against anybody because he gets really sad that he he broke his rule and he attacked Teru. He goes into 100%. So every time he goes to 100% is one of his emotions climbing higher and higher. Yeah. So the power is based off his emotion. So he goes into 100% sadness and he, he uses his powers and he repairs the school. He rebuilds they, the school. When they were fighting, they, they destroyed the school. Yeah, destroyed. They also show the, uh, the flashback which shows more of like Mob's background. And they show a flashback of um, Ritsu getting picked on by a bunch of bullies. They take his New Year's money. <clears throat> yeah, and then one of the bullies shoves Mob, and then Mob blacks out. And then when he comes to, all of the bullies are like laying on the ground bloodied. And, and so Ritsu is, Ritsu is also laying on the ground bloodied. And like there's a bunch of blood coming out of his head. And he just goes, 
uh, Nissan, it hurts. Yeah. And then and you see Mob with like a really, yeah, you see Mob with a really distraught look on his face, and you realize and that like he he hurt his brother, and that's they show probably thing of Ritsu with like a bunch of bandages on his head and stuff. Yeah, and it's just like it's one of those things where like you realize that Mob doesn't want to use his powers on people because he he hurt his brother the last time he did it. Right, and he loves his brother like that's like that's his brother. Yeah, that's like his little brother. That's like the person that he looks up to, even though it's his little brother. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So Teru like comes back down, uh, and he uh he's talking to Mob, and the vinegar guys wake up and they see Teru and just like run away. Because Teru's naked and his, the top of his head is shaved off. Yeah. Um. So uh, after that, um, well, well, the the. The body improvement guys come back and they, you know, they're they're asking you know if mom's okay and everything. And Tara, like, they keep interrupting him. He's he's like he's like, I guess there's nothing that I can actually say to you, you know? Yeah. Like Tara has accepted the fact that he lost. Yeah. Um, and that mob is just mob is better than him. Yeah, so, and then go ahead. So mob mob walks home in the rain. Mm-hmm. And then he gets home, and then he's well, in his he's, room. he's searching he's searching for Dimple while he's going home. Yeah. Uh, and he realized that Dimple's gone. And then he goes home, and he's in his room, and his brother walks in and gives him a towel. And a Mob just goes, hey, I'm sorry about that one time. And then his brother goes, wait, the one time you got car sick and threw up in the hood of my jacket? <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's, he's like, oh, yeah, that time, too. But then That time, too. But um, I'm sorry about that one time with the bullies from high school, the high school bullies that picked on us. And then uh, he asks him what happened. And Ritsu just goes, oh, one of them hit me in the head and I got knocked out. Yeah. So it's not your it's not your fault. You shouldn't be worried about it. He said uh, he said you should get over it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you should just get over it. And then Mob is just like, oh, well, like he has this surprise look on his face like, oh, it's not my fault. Yeah. And then so, it cuts to Ritsu, cuts to Ritsu in his room. And, and he's watching TV and he sees the footage from the fight. Where everything was yeah. being put in the, in the atmosphere. Where, where, like, the school was being ripped out of the ground, and, like, there's a big whirlwind of, like, chunks of the school flying through the air. But then Ritsu has a flashback during this, because he can't believe that it was Mob. Um, yeah. But he has a flashback of, again, the same thing that happened with those high school kids, and it shows Mob getting pushed against the wall and getting knocked out. But when he does that, his powers come out, and he attacks everybody. So Ritsu just straight lied to him right there. And Ritsu also says that um, whatever that was, it wasn't his brother. Yeah. I think something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what it, what it pretty much shows is that Mob has, like, this really, like, latent, crazy subconscious power mm-hmm. that he can't really control when he blacks out. Right. So, um... Yeah. That's the, that's the fifth episode. That is probably, like, the biggest fight that we've seen mid, like, in, in the show. Was yeah. his fight with Teru. Um, you also get to learn a lot about Mob in those last couple episodes. I'll be like, oh, Mob as a character is so sweet, and he's such a he's su- he's a sweet boy, a little sweet boy character. Yeah, he's a good boy. Yeah, he's a total good boy. Um, this this anime in general is one of my favorites from last year. Um, I really really liked it. I was a big fan of the webcomic when uh, before I the anime even was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause just because the story is good. Like, the art is terrible, but the story itself is great. <laughs> and um, they did a really yeah. great job with the anime. The, the animation is crazy good. The quality of it's really good. Like, if you can get past the fact that the drawings are a little silly, um, it's a really, really solid series. The fights in it are intense, especially near the end. Um, also, like, 
the later storyline with uh involving mob and his brother gets really intense yeah there's a like in the next episode it it really starts to to build up with those two yeah so it's it's pretty great i'm actually i i I love this series it's really short there's only like 13 episodes i believe uh there's 12 episodes 12 um but it's it's short enough for you to just binge in a couple days or like a day if you really wanted to yeah but um it's a really good series i really really enjoyed it and uh i would highly recommend that i definitely recommend this show um it's got it has a serious moments but a lot of the show has a lot of very good comedy moments and it's a lot of stuff that picks up like there's stuff that pops up in like the second or third episode that pops up later in the series like it's it's definitely a lot of the the show has a lot of like one-off stories but it all connects in a way yeah um, so I would I would check it out if you haven't seen yeah. it I would I would hope that you would watch it because it's great uh, and definitely if you if you if you don't want to watch this check out the original comic that was for this show yeah the comic is pretty quick to read it's it's like I said the art is pretty pretty bad but like it is really well written and you actually feel for Mob as a character because he's he's the sweetest boy and I feel so bad because he just kind of gets shit on all the time yeah but that's Mob Psycho is good definitely give it a watch. Um, and just and just if if you liked if you liked One Punch Man and you like the stuff that one does, just give this just give this a try. Watch like the yeah, first like you, two episodes, even just like the first episode. If you like One a, Punch Man, this is definitely one of those atypical kind of series. Like it's one of those storylines that doesn't follow all the tropey bullshit. Like there mm-hmm. are like the the fight anime tropes that that are in this, but like it still follows like a pretty atypical story. Yeah, and it's definitely so. It's one of those like it's one of those animes that come around that like actually has a unique, different take on things, mm-hmm. like something that's not oh it's another harem anime or oh it's another like fighting shonen anime. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Just give give it a, give it a watch. I think you'll enjoy it. And that's Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho. 100. So, um, it's usual time. It's time for questions. <laughs> Question time. Uh, we have a lot of questions this week. Thank you, everybody who sent in questions. Um, so, everybody that sent in questions, um, this is just a uh, just a quick heads up. So, we got about like twenty questions for this week between like here between Twitter and Facebook and the email. We got a lot of questions. God damn. What we're gonna do? So, what we're gonna do now? And don't stop sending in a bunch of questions. So keep yeah, keep, keep sending going. questions. I I want them. I want. What all we're gonna of do? Them. Is every week we're gonna pick three questions out of what we get, and everything we don't use, we're gonna we're gonna store it for other episodes. And eventually, when we get enough questions, we're gonna take a full episode and just do Q and A with you guys. Yes, it's not gonna be an anime, it's not gonna be an anime for you to watch. We're just gonna do a big Q and A thing, and it's gonna be a big thing for you guys uh, and a big thing for us because we like answering these questions from you guys. I love answering questions because it lets me flex my nerd muscles. So um, our three questions from this week, let's let's go through them. Our first question, so I, I said it on the Twitter account, and I didn't realize this until after we recorded and I had to listen back to the podcast, is that I actually missed a question somebody gave us last week. So oh, really? That's going to be the first question for today. Cool. Uh, this question comes from at Concran on Twitter. Concran. Uh, oh, that sounds and, familiar. I feel like I know that one. I know. It sounds so familiar. Who knows? Well, thanks, thanks for sending in a question. What we got? <laughs> The question is, what series do you wish you could watch again for the first time? Oh, shit. That's hard. Oh, man. What series? It's it probably have to be one that, like, I... Oh, fuck. What was one that, like, captive... You go ahead and go first, because I got to think about this one. I know. I do, too, a little bit, but... um. 
Honestly, I feel like I wish I could watch, like, huh. No, because I don't, I don't want to. Hmm. I got mine. I think I got mine. Go ahead. Okay, so I would probably want to watch Nana again. Just because I remember okay. when I first when I first got into that series, I got really, really, really deep into it. Like I, the story was so good, and like I'm a sucker for like really sappy love stories and stuff. And like this one was a really atypical one where like it followed the main character, and the main character is just an idiot, and she had like hardcore relationship problems and like the typical like series like sh- like shojo stuff. Where it's just like, oh, she she dated a dude, and the dude, like, backstabbed her, and blah, 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 and, like, that she gets knocked up, and then everything just kind of goes to shit, and it just, uh, it's so good. The series yeah. is so good, and it's so sad, and, like, it still hasn't finished, and Ayazawa, I hate you for getting sick all the time and not going back to it, and she keeps, <laughs> she keeps releasing little tastes of, like, oh, she did a calendar with Nana characters and stuff, and, like, but there's no talk of her continuing the series, and it bums me out, because I love it, it's one of my favorites, and if I could experience that series again from the start, it would be great. Yeah, that one, Nana. I think, for mine, I would want to experience Eureka 7 again, for the first time. Um, I first found that show randomly on Toonami one night, and, well, Adult Swim. Um, and the, this... The Adventures of Renton and Eureka... This show was so... It, this animation still holds up. Um, this show was so beautiful. And the music was really good. Done, done by Homemade Kazuku. Um, and, like, it's... The this, the overarching, like... There's there's kind of a love story in the show. But that's not the main focus of the show. The main the story is about, like, freedom. And all these people who, who were in... You know, like like most of the characters were characters who were in the military, and they just they wanted to be out of what the military was doing. They wanted to be free and to like just live their lives peacefully. And we got this kid Renton who's like lived in this small town all his life and like doesn't know anything about like his family. His his dad like disappeared when he was a kid. His sister died, uh, and then he he meets Erica and the rest of um, the Gecko State, and it's it's just like they they. This kid, like, this kid lives his life for, like, the first time doing this. Yeah. And it's just, like, that. that's, it's such a, it's, and it's a very coming-of-age thing, because this kid, he's a, he's a kid when he gives, when he, when he leaves, and, like, it, it goes through him, you know, just learning about being a man, and how to experience the world, and stuff, and how the world isn't, you know, what you, the world isn't black and white like what you see. The world is a very harsh place, but there's a lot of good in the world, too. There's a lot of good people, and it's fighting for what you want your space to be in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still haven't seen Eureka 7. Oh, my God. It was one of those years that just kind of, like, it came out on Toonami, like, after I had already, like, stopped watching Toonami shit. I have all the DVDs of that series. <laughs> yeah, I need to check it out. It's one of those ones that's kind of been on, like, my backlog, my ever-increasing backlog of animes I need to watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have to check it out at some point. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, thank you for that question, Concran. That was a really thanks, good question. Thanks, Concran. Concran. So, our next question comes from uh, Facebook. And it comes from our good friend, Kenneth Pingad. Is it it's Pingad? Pingad? Pingad. Pingad. Ken. What's up, Ken? Answer Kenny, I love you. you. Yeah, I got to see you yesterday. What's up? Uh, Ken asks, what is your favorite G Gundam fight? 
Oh fuck! I had to. I had to think. Okay, so I I saw when this question was posted, so I went over a brief kind of like, what happened in this series again? Because I remember like bits and pieces, but there's, there's always uh-huh. one fight that stands out for me because it was great and it was a good pinnacle of the the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine was the Neo Russia fight. Yes, that's what I. That's the one I was gonna say. So when they're fighting on the fucking, they're fighting on like ice and shit, and they're like in uh-huh. water, and then he fucking he rips his arm out. And then he fucking just wrecks his shit anyway. It's so good. It's such a good fight. Ugh. God, I love Jigundam. Jigundam was like him fighting all the other the other uh, members of what, what what the the Royal Flush or something like that. Yeah. Uh, him fighting all of them is amazing, but that Neo Russia fight is the best one. Cause you 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 you're kind of almost scared that he's gonna lose. Yes. And then I like the whole. It shows the whole process of them getting put into the suits, which was really cool. Which I always love, and mm-hmm. uh, and then like they start the fight and it's immediate like balls to the wall like they're just going at it super hard yeah. and he he Domon gets his arm ripped off it's crazy, I mean but like besides that uh best best fight is the fucking Master Asia fight at like the end of the series like you can't um, I would say the Master Asia fight in the middle of the series yeah you like the middle one more yes. Cause he's really he's testing Domon to see like is he worthy of like being like uh, is is he worthy of like inheriting like his his position and everything and yeah, he, finds that's out, true. he finds out that he's actually evil and stuff which is like fantastic the big the big turning point of the series yeah he's like oh this is bullshit my mentor is bad guy the whole time right yeah it's good stuff yeah so thank you Kenny thanks Ken now I gotta now I wanna watch G Gundam again right. <laughs> Uh, when, are they, when are them Blu-rays dropping? I need that. I need that right now. Uh, our last question comes from our good old boy, Coffee Condor. Woo! Brian, what's up, man? What's up, Brian? Brian got some cool shit. Uh, he asks us, what are some series with your favorite costume designs? Ooh. Okay. Um, I mean, does it have to be anime here? Can we talk about games, too? Because, like... If we're going to talk about cool games, costumes. if we're talking about games, my answer is going to be the entire Tales series. Yeah, I'll give Tales you that. Tales has some of the best costumes, period. Every character looks individual and unique, and it's just fantastic. Like, like if you look at my favorite one, Tales of Symphonia, everybody has all these like cool Regal outfits, and then you get to Brian Regal. He's literally just in a prisoner's uniform. <laughs> but it represents uh... his character so well. If I'm going to go for it, I'm going to say fucking Final Fantasy 4 and Final Fantasy 6, which are my two favorite. Also, the best Final Fantasies for all you fuckers who like 7 and 8. Uh, 4 favorite, and 6. So. <laughs> I, 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 play, I started 9, and I never finished it, and I feel nine like I need favorite. to go do that. 9 but is like, fantastic. I played 7 and 8. 7 and 8 were okay. 4 and 6 had better stories. Four and four is like my all-time favorite because fucking Kane is like the baddest motherfucker in Final Fantasy history. Uh, <laughs> but oh god, uh, I want—I've seen a cosplay that somebody did of Cecil's Black Knight outfit, and yeah. it is the coolest fucking thing. Like they did redesigns for all of those costumes in Dissidia, and they are so cool. But if we had to go with anime costumes, um, I would have to go with. Berserk. Because 
holy shit, the armor in that fucking show is so cool. They have some really, like, even all the bad guys, especially, like, later on when it's all, like, the demon bad guys, they all have fucking mm-hmm. crazy <laughs> armor sets. And it's awesome. And then, like, Guts has his really cool, like, oh, I got a fucking metal arm and a big-ass fucking sword. And then, even though Griffith is a piece of shit, he has that really, really cool fucking pretty hawk armor with all the feathers and shit all over it. Ugh, so mm-hmm. good. Okay, so I'd go with that. That would be my favorite. Um, if I had to pick anime, honestly, um, because this counts as their costumes, I would pick G Gundam. <laughs> the Gundam, because... All the Gundams look so fucking cool. There's some Gundams that look amazing. Like there's there's the there's the the Dragon Gundam, and there's you know like but then then we get to dumb costumes. Oh god, the, like Holland's Gundam with the fucking windmill. Ho- Holland is a windmill. <laughs> Africa is just a dude with a spear and a zebra print thing on Mexico, his chest. Mexico Mexico's has a sombrero <laughs> on it. Oh wait, you mean you mean Gundam? You mean Tequila Gundam? Because that's tequila, what it's called. Tequila Gundam. Oh god. Oh yeah. No, as uh, all the. I like I like the Gundam designs in all of the other Gundams. Like Gundam Wing has some of the coolest fucking Gundams, yeah. and my favorite Gundam is is from Gundam Wing. But holy no, it's not Death Side. It's Heavy Arms. Uh, and to be specific, it's Heavy Arms Custom from Endless Waltz. Mm. Um, the the Gundam <laughs> with with not enough guns. Yeah right. Uh, but like all the G Gundam fucking Gundams are all crazy. They like they take that typical like Gundam look. And then they they fucking throw in all this stupid shit, and they all look hilarious. Yeah. Also, Master Asia's Gundam looks like a goddamn vampire dragon demon thing, and it's great. Uh-huh. Wait, and he also has a Gundam horse that has an actual horse in it? Yes. It's called the G-Horse. God. I love like, that series so the much. Part, with the part where Domon rides the G-Horse, the horse is actually in like the, the freaking suit with him. And it's, just, it's so dumb, but it's so cool. Oh, God. Oh God, Gundam, Jesus. Um, but yeah, that's those are my answers. Uh, thank you for your question, Coffee Condor. Thanks, Coffee Condor. And uh, yeah, that's the episode for this week. <clears throat> so thank you for sending questions. Um, remember to send in more questions to the Twitter account, and I guess we'll post it on our Facebook, like for you guys to ask us questions and stuff. Um, but yeah, we will be back next week with Samurai Shampoo. Woo! Another one of my favorites. And we will have special guest one. Glenn O'Neill. Woo! So Glenn Glenn's O'Neil gonna will be, be on next week. Uh, I love Glenn. Glenn's a great dude. Um, I haven't met I haven't met Glenn yet. You'll meet Glenn, and you will love Glenn. Glenn is like he is the coolest dude ever. Like with kids. <laughs> Like, like when you when you think of like who you're like if you want to be the cool dad like when you have kids that's the cool dad. I would be a cool dad if I ever wanted to have kids. So, um, he's like super into Godzilla stuff and all that goodness. And he's he I, I talked to him about it the other day. He's super pumped for this episode. Like he wants to talk about like Jabez and like everything. So this is gonna be a really good episode to have him on. I'm down. It's gonna be good. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I've been your host, Phony Second, Kevin Bobbitt. Oh, I just lost the fucking intro notes because I was looking at stuff. And I'm Body <laughs> Improvement Club Vice President, Vincent Perez. Not paying attention at all because I was looking at G Gundam uh, stuff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week, I was week, just guys. like, 
I was just like, oh, when when's the Blu-ray coming out? Because I want it, and then oh got God. distracted. So yeah, sorry. See you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay tuned, so let's go to the